<laughs> I told you that I was permanently going to look like this and I wasn't kidding. I wasn't joking. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Good Girl. Uh, I was extremely high in last week's episode like yeah i i actually don't know how i even got through that episode in the end when i said like what did i say i think i just said i lost my turn like i genuinely forgot what i was talking about like i i would not have been able to tell you you guys actually really like that one so and i was so proud of myself because i dropped it on 420 unintentionally like the night before i just wanted to get high and record an episode like i had never done that i was always like tempted to do a high episode i just like never thought that i could actually pull it off and i don't know i was like scared to be high on the internet because i'm really weird when i'm high like i'm a very talkative energetic person but when i get high i get super super quiet and like weird like i'll say really weird things like I got high with my roommate before I moved out and I got into this like really passionate conversation about how our food is cloned and how the government like spies and I was like it was like I think it's new girl where Nick talks about how birds are like cameras or something like that's me when I'm high it's like kind of embarrassing but I was like she asked me she's like do you really think our food is cloned and I was like are you kidding me? Like I was so intensely passionate about it. So it's like, I'll be quiet and then I'll say something super weird. I don't know, guys. It's kind of embarrassing. So I was like really nervous. I just like didn't know how it was going to go. But I mean, I had fun, I guess, like listening back. It was so funny because I've never talked that slow ever on an episode, <laughs> but I'm just happy you guys liked it. I hope it helped some of you. I don't know. Like you guys are really actually genuinely going through it. And um, I've been talking to a lot of you in the DMs and I don't know. I kind of wanted to take today to do like a little episode of like the classic it's not you it's them but I don't know more so like I want to talk to you guys about like rejection and redirection and loss and like just how to deal with somebody when they're not giving you what you want in a relationship dynamic I think it happens to so many of us it's happened to me it happens to me honestly a lot I just wanted to do a quick episode of just like you know letting you guys know that you're not alone you're not crazy just because someone is treating you a certain way doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you and like I really want to encourage you to get the best out of all your relationships so that's what this episode is gonna be welcome back girlies I missed you I hope you're having a really great week and I hope you enjoy this episode so let's get right into it so I mentioned last week in my insanely high state that I was talking to guys this is true I'm not doing a crazy amount of talking to guys my romantic life still pretty much doesn't exist I would like to improve it a little bit or at least have some sort of interactions happening but I don't know how down I am for that like I haven't fully decided so I'm just gonna talk to you guys about getting rejected because to be honest it happens to me more than you might think <laughs> I don't know, guys, it kind of happens to me a lot. Like it's a little bit confusing, but I've learned how to deal with rejection in a way that actually really does help me. So I want to share it with you because I just know I'm not alone in this. And no matter what you look like, no matter how great your personality is, you could be a 10 out of 10 in every single aspect, you're still going to experience rejection on some level. And so I just want to talk you guys through that. So 
First of all, I want to start with rejection in like single settings. And I'm only going to talk about like me getting rejected, not like me rejecting somebody else, because that's like a totally different conversation. I'm also learning like how to act in dynamics with men. And I just had therapy today, guys. Maybe that's why I've been recording on Wednesdays, because it's after my therapy session and I have a lot to think about. But I was talking about this with my therapist today, where I was telling her that I feel like I can't really tell how I act with men and I can't really tell how much of my dynamics with men are my choice and how much it's me just being passive and me being upset with the dynamic because I was passive and I never set up what I actually wanted. Um, It's a really difficult conversation to have because I honestly can't tell and it's kind of hard to take accountability for something that you feel like is the other person's fault. But I've noticed a lot, especially now that I've talked to like, what, three guys in like a few weeks and I hadn't talked to guys in like a year that I have this tendency to be passive in my dynamics and like I'll be getting to know someone and I'm super chill and I basically won't care until I care and in that time frame of me not caring it equals me putting zero effort into the dynamic and essentially not setting it up the way that I want and I'll complain about what a guy is doing but I'll do nothing to communicate to him like hey I actually don't like this like if you did this I would like it better like this isn't working for me like I have trouble just setting up something that I genuinely enjoy. So if that's you, it's okay. Like I totally feel you. I think what my therapist is really coaching me through right now is like anytime you have a thought in your brain, that's like, oh my God, now I have to like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Anytime you think like, oh my God, this person is doing this. So that means I have to do this. No, you don't. Somebody else's expectations are not your fucking problem. You did not sign up for whatever somebody expects of you in their head. So if you're going on first dates and this guy wanted to like sleep with you at the end of the night and you don't and he complains that he was blue balled or maybe you gave him, you know, hints that you were going to sleep with him. It's not your problem. It is literally not your problem. You came into that date with your own intentions. You came into the situation knowing what you wanted, or at least in the moment, you know what you want, regardless of whether you set an intention before or not. And that's the only thing that matters. You don't have to worry about somebody else's emotions all of the time, which for all my codependent girlies out there is a shocker. It is a shock to the system. I am actively working through my codependency as we speak. That is like what my therapy sessions are focused on. And it's a very humbling experience, especially being somebody who's prided themselves on being independent for so long I didn't think I had a codependent fucking bone in my body and it turns out literally everything about me is codependent like I can be codependent with friends with men with my family with people I don't even fucking talk to like it's crazy so I'm really working on it and anytime like my therapist told me this literally today she was like anytime you have that feeling that anxiety of like oh my god you did this which means I have to do this No, you fucking don't. So this kind of like, I feel like I lost track of what I was originally talking about, but that's really what I'm working on in my, you know, relationships or dynamics with men is just like anytime I feel that way and I feel that anxiety of like, oh, you're talking to me so much. So I have to talk to you the same amount or like you're talking to me every single day. So you must like me. And eventually I'm going to no, 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 no. I don't have to do any of that. Like I can just be in the moment, but I can also set something up that I actually like instead of kind of like being at the mercy of somebody else because the thing about guys too or girls whoever you talk to 
people don't really know what you like until you tell them what you like. So whatever they're doing with you has likely worked with somebody before you. Maybe it's just their style of getting to know somebody. Like it's very much not about you. It's pretty much all about them and their experience up to the point of dealing with you. So they're just doing everything to the best of their ability. They're interacting with you to the best of their ability. They're showing interest to the best of their ability. Everything is just pretty much like what they've learned and they're just doing what they know, which is what we do too. So it's like nothing to be upset about, honestly, like it's really up to you to communicate what you want. And this is something that I really struggle with because a lot of my situations are casual and because I'm not interested in a long-term relationship, I'm like, well, like what right do I really have to say anything? Because like, I'm not trying to date this guy. And it's like, it's not about that. It's about literally just having fun with something as long as you can have fun with it. And then if it comes to an end or you guys aren't aligning anymore, you both have the freedom to move on. But it's like really in that dynamic where you learn to set up like your boundaries and set something up that you actually have fun with and you actually like which is such a better use of your time and I'm preaching to myself right now because this is genuinely something that I struggle with so much but I want to get to the real tea of this episode, which is really about like dealing with rejection. Rejection comes in so many forms, right? Like it comes in like your career, friendships, relationships. But I think we often take rejection so personally or we take it to mean something about ourselves. And if somebody ghosts us or somebody doesn't seem to like us as much as the last person did, or we talk to a guy and he seems to move on and have no issue moving on, we're like, what the fuck? Like, this is not how it's supposed to go. You're supposed to literally hate every single day without me like why are you not regretting your decision the first thing I want to hit home with you when it comes to rejection is that it literally has nothing to do with you like nothing to do with you so often pretty much all the time somebody else's actions are a hundred percent them and very little you and I preach this a lot in my episodes because it's something I've come to learn with myself I've come to realize that so much of what I internalize from other people literally had nothing to do with me I just like made it my problem and I made it an issue when it didn't have to be it's a balance between taking accountability and just being like you know what like that's actually not my fucking problem it's like it's actually not as hard as it seems to be honest like for me I just take accountability for my own benefit so that's how I think of accountability accountability isn't so much like having to apologize to people or always looking for what I did wrong it's like how can I be accountable to myself and the best possible reality that I want myself to live in like what am I doing today for my future self like what is my ideal self looking at me right now and wishing that I would do that's my accountability so your ideal self is also like the person who's in a better relationship or has amazing friends or just knows what how to get what they want out of life, right? So all of that is really taking accountability for what you're doing in your dynamics and how you can improve that to improve the outcome of your future. So that's really how I look at accountability. I don't really, you know, obsess over like, where did I go wrong? Like, how can I take accountability for this? It's like, okay, like, I don't know, like, I would like to achieve a better outcome. Like, how can I make that happen? So it's really kind of like about assessing and then I guess like differentiating between that and like looking at how other people's actions have nothing to do with you is just understanding that like everybody has their own battles that they're fighting. We're all coexisting in this reality together and it's impossible to not get tangled up in somebody else's shit when you're closely involved with them. But you have to understand that like a lot of their behavior really doesn't have as much to do with you as you think it does like if you're talking to somebody and maybe like their relationship style isn't aligning well with you or you have issues with how they talk about their ex or you just don't feel wanted by them it really i promise you it 
is not you like it could it's literally them like they might not be expressing themselves in ways that make you feel validated the way you want to like they might be showing it in other ways that you're not paying attention to because it's not your style because we love how we want to be loved so a lot of time it gets lost in translation so that's when like speaking up for yourself is so important in dynamics and it's so important to be like this is not working for me this would work better because if you never express that somebody else never knows and then you also never know what could have happened and as i'm saying this I'm like, holy fuck, this is literally me. So like, it's fine. It's fine to like not do that all the time or realize that that's something that you haven't done in your dynamics, but it's something that is really helpful to practice because then you can understand like where to move on in like relationships and like where to go from where you're at. So (laughs) I have the same rule of thumb for rejection as I do for what I was just talking about in dynamics. I feel like rejection really has very little to nothing (laughs) to do with me. Of course, there's times where like a guy just like isn't going to fuck with me and that's fine. Like I'm not everybody's type. I understand that. Like I have a very grown up approach to that. But recently I've been like kind of struggling because I was like, I just feel like I either talk to guys who are like bottom of the barrel, (laughs) like no shade to them, but just like not up to par with like what I personally feel like I deserve, which is also like a self-worth issue. And I'm also trying to work through that, but it's confusing to me because I'll get treatment like getting ghosted or guys just like never text me back. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like I'm, you're literally in love with me. Like, shut up, like shut the fuck up. Like you're, you're in love with me. <laughs> like, why are you acting like you're not? Like, that's genuinely how my brain works. So <laughs> like, I'm also such a like meant to be person. Like I'm very much in the headspace all oh, there's a siren. I'm very much in the headspace all the time of like, if that's not happening, like, okay, it's fine. It wasn't meant to be like the other day I was like in the living room and I had my laptop and I was going to go online shopping and my laptop was dead and my charger was in my room. And I was like, Ugh, it just wasn't meant to be like that's how I am with literally everything so if a guy rejects me or ghosts me or never texts me back or we like really hit it off the first time we met and then I never hear from him again in the beginning when this would happen to me I would internalize it and I'd be like oh my god like you know he probably didn't like me as much as he seemed like he liked me like maybe I did something annoying maybe I'm not his type maybe I'm not pretty enough like I would internalize the rejection so much and then I just be like well I have to find a different guy who I am his type who does like my personality who doesn't find me annoying and I would just like outsource my validation and outsource those feelings to other circumstances and other people and just hope for a better outcome next time and now whenever I experience those same things because it still happens to me where like I'll meet someone hit it off and then never hear from them again or we'll text a little bit and then he like ghosts me like it still happens but now I'm like okay like you just were not supposed to be part of my story like the universe just saved me from something so (laughs) thank you so much for redirecting me because this was obviously going to be a waste of my time. So that's really how I see it. And I see everything as like serving me. And I just don't believe that I would ever be rejected by somebody who I was supposed to be around and supposed to spend time around and who was actually going to be good for me. So if you're like dealing with that in a relationship dynamic, people are battling so many things, right? And like you might, like I said earlier, things might be getting lost in translation. Someone might be battling with emotions that they can't even understand and it gets projected onto you. Or if you're just like casually meeting people and wondering why it's not going anywhere like 
I just don't believe in like blaming yourself because first of all, what good comes out of that? Like if I'm to sit here and be like, okay, so I just need to be prettier or my outfits need to be better or I need to work on my conversation. Like maybe I'm not funny. Like what good does that do for me? That doesn't help me grow. That just makes me feel worse about myself. That lessens my confidence level. Like I believe in developing thought patterns that make you feel the best about yourself. And I've said this before. I feel like I've said this on the podcast where I don't understand why like the best feeling thought or something that makes you feel really good about yourself has been taught to us as being like a bad or dangerous thing I don't know if anyone has experienced that but I definitely did growing up because I'm like I will feel at my best when I'm performing at my best when my thoughts are the best when my health is the best when my diet is the best so like eating a tub of ice cream isn't really going to make me feel that good like it feels good in the moment but it doesn't feel good after so there's really nothing that makes me feel good that is actually bad for me do you know what I mean like anything that feels good in the moment and isn't good for you is always temporary and after the deed is done you always feel a lot worse than you did before the deed was done and like I've experienced this by like sleeping with guys that I knew I shouldn't be sleeping with I'd be like oh but it just feels so good and then afterward it would not feel good I would feel like complete fucking shit but in the moment it felt good so once you learn to make that differentiation it makes things a lot easier to understand like what are actual better feeling thoughts and what are just better feeling feelings that are very temporary that don't actually last at all but anyways (laughs) I digress I don't even remember what I was talking about before I went on that tangent oh yeah, yeah I basically just believe that like everything is serving me all the time and I am working on developing thought patterns that literally serve me all the time and so if something enters my brain and it's not conducive to my growth it doesn't make me feel good about myself I'm not going to fucking entertain it because why would I and why would I put myself down for somebody that I don't even know I don't even know their thought process I don't know what's going on in their life I don't know why they never texted me back I don't know why they rejected me and I talked about this two weeks ago when I briefly covered like that that guy never showing up to like that coffee date or whatever like that wasn't actually a rejection that was just the universe being like no you're not gonna spend time with this person sorry and like I genuinely believe that and I don't really care how deep or not deep it is like that's what makes sense to me and that's how I can move on from things so I curate my life in a way that I can move on and keep going because I've experienced the most stagnation personally when I can't move on from something and I can't move on from things when I don't understand them so I I've basically learned to create a system in my head that like makes sense of the world. And as soon as I can make sense of something, I can move on from it and learn from it and be better. So that's like another hack to like understanding yourself is like understand how you like to interpret the world, how you like to interpret other people's actions and build on that and develop a system that allows you to process things so that you can keep moving forward. Um, And your system is going to look so different from everybody around you. But that's helped me so much to literally just live my fucking life. and not obsess and overthink and ruminate on things because like I'm also an overthinker and like I remember in the beginning when stuff like this would happen to me I just couldn't understand it and like I would literally obsess over it and like create stories and narratives in my head and like I just couldn't understand why somebody would not want to be with me basically and now I'm just like whatever any rejection I experience is a literal redirection it's literally the universe saving me and I'm only going to get better like I'm only going to attract better men I'm only going to have better experiences and I consistently say that to myself so anytime something fizzles out or I feel that rejection and that like ugh, like I don't understand why this is happening I'm like it's fine it just means that there's something better for me out there and the sooner I let go of this I'll open up more room for something better and that's something that is so beautiful to me about rejection is that it allows you to bring in something into your life that is so much more beautiful
beautiful than what you had. And it really allows you to like keep growing and attracting better people and moving on to better situations. So in my head, there's really no downside. I think the downside is like pain and like a blow to the ego and just like temporarily not feeling that good about yourself in the long run i genuinely find it so beneficial and i'm like really grateful for everything that hasn't worked out for me because i can see how much better off i am without those people in my life it always works out but it'll only be that way if you tell yourself that and so make sure that in your head you're creating positive narratives about yourself and don't create narratives that like guys only want to sleep with me or guys only want this from me or i'm so boring and i'm not enough of this and i'm not enough of that and if I was just pretty enough or funnier enough then maybe like no don't do that to yourself because you're only putting yourself in a box and you're creating a reality where you're going to keep attracting those experiences because it's how you're interpreting your life experience and once you start looking at things through a certain lens you'll notice more and more of those things and then they just like multiply in your experience so everything that feels negative like process it and then turn it around to something positive and always think the best possible fucking things about yourself. I can't say that enough because no one else is going to do it for you and nobody can build up your confidence the way that you can. And there are going to be so many people in your life that you will come across that don't care about your high level of confidence, that don't want you to be confident, that don't want you to serve yourself because when you serve yourself, you don't have time to serve them. You don't have energy to serve them. And people love when other people exist for them. Like naturally people are selfish and that's something that's very normal to experience. So understand that and then move through your life in a way that like every Everything is about you because it is literally all about you and you are the main character in your own reality. Guys, I literally think the world revolves around me all the time and I don't think that I think about myself enough. I'm actually working on thinking about myself more. Like you have to be so obsessed with yourself and your well-being and curate an experience in your life that caters to that and take all your experiences and understand what you can learn from them. But also don't take things personally. Don't internalize other people's expectations or experiences experiences or emotions like it's just not your problem like you are the only problem you're the only focus you're the only central point of your own life and if you don't start acting that way you're always going to feel like life is happening to you and that's just like not a fun experience at all I've really been realizing that for so much of my life I thought that the way I was experiencing treatment from guys was like all my fault and I thought that I just like needed to be better or prettier or you know things that were so much outside of me instead of just genuinely worrying about my own well-being and so now that's something that I think about and like I notice what I did in my last interaction with a guy and I do my best to not do that again I understand my tendencies and I just like do my best to not do it again it doesn't mean that I'm perfect it doesn't mean that overnight I'm becoming my ideal self and I'm opening up more and like always expressing my boundaries like it doesn't mean that it really just means that I notice things that I didn't used to notice before and I'm consistently putting myself on a path of being better but it's really coming from a place of like learning to not internalize so much of what goes around me because when you internalize something that's also why you obsess over it because it's all you can think about and it's just like the only thing that takes up your brain space because it feels like it's a part of you and you've basically made it your problem and all you can do is think about it. Anytime I feel really confused about why somebody treated me the way they did or why a guy didn't seem to like me, I just remind myself that like I don't know. Like I don't know and that's fine. I can only believe that 
you know, that just wasn't going to be a good experience for me and the universe saved me and I can move on with peace and, you know, manifest something better the next time around. And that literally keeps me sane. So just figure out what makes you feel good and what keeps you sane and keep telling yourself (laughs) those narratives. Cause like, what the fuck? We literally create our reality by what we think about. So like, why don't you just think about like the best possible things about yourself and like eventually you'll get to a better and better place. Like it's a process. I don't know what else to tell you. I was going to talk about friends too, because like, I'm also in a space where like, I want to make new friends and like my birthday's coming up guys. And like two weeks, I'm going to be 26. Usually I'm like in such denial about my age. And recently I'm realizing how much everything is just a construct and a number. And it literally doesn't mean anything. So I don't care. Like it's just a chance to spend the day with my friends. And why would I not love that? So I'm actually really excited this year. Usually I like don't like my birthday at all, but I'm really excited. Um, But anyways, I realized this year that I for my birthday, like I'm only spending time with people that I genuinely love and genuinely enjoy. And I have eliminated every single friend that wasn't really there for me, that I was pretty much existing just to help honestly and who weren't really like cheerleaders like they weren't people who appreciated my growth you know like they were people who appreciated me for what I could do for them and not for just like who I was and I don't have anyone like that in my life anymore everybody that is my friend that I talk to on a daily basis I genuinely love I genuinely enjoy I don't get any anxiety from people hitting me up I don't like have calls that I'm like oh my god I don't want to answer and it's such a blessing like my circle has shrank but it's it's just like so powerful to me and like what I can't tell you enough about like situations like that where you're losing people friends guys whatever the case is you're making room for better you're always making room for better I promise like even in the moment it might suck like you'll go through the pains of like grieving the loss of a relationship but in the end you realize how it opens up your life to everything that's possible to to relationships that are so much better it gives you more energy to devote to the people who actually do care about you and who actually do want your well-being and the same goes for like a relationship that's not completely serving you like it takes up so much of your energy to maintain and once it's gone it's gonna hurt it's gonna suck you're gonna miss that person but you'll realize how much of your heart actually opens up to things that are good for you and you'll realize that you're open to receiving something that actually fits in what you want like the longer you stay focused on somebody and you try to get them to do the things that you so desperately want them to do and they're just not doing it and it's taking up all of your energy to be like please if you could just get this together like I really want to be with you and once you fully let that go you realize that there's a world of possibility out there there are so many more experiences that you could be having and you're open to receiving something that's actually good for you that actually fills your cup that actually serves you and you basically like blocked off bad energy you opened yourself up to better energy and anytime you do that you're sending like a very clear signal to the universe that like I'm not doing this but I'm doing this and the universe will continue to align you with what you want I had this talk in therapy today too where I was telling her like I am working on doing things that I want to do like regardless of if I have to do them by myself or if I have company like the more I continue to do what I want to do and have the conversations that I want to have and like when I'm meeting guys act the way that I want to act I will continuously attract people that are in that vibration and it just keeps getting better and better and better because I'm telling the universe this is what I want and I'm going to keep doing what I want and the universe is like okay I'm going to keep giving you what aligns with that and the longer you continue to do things that you don't actually want that's what you're sending out to the universe and that's what you get in return and like I'm reading Jay Shetty's book right now it's called eight rules of love 
let's do this right eight rules of love how to find it keep it and let it go such a good book I'm like a few chapters in so I'll give you guys like a lot more on this when I finish it but he was basically saying how like we attract people based on what we value about ourselves and this is something that I had to really think about with myself because I complain that men only want me for my body or my primary you know way of attracting men is through sex and that's my primary way of keeping a man as well that's like pretty much been my entire relationship history and I realize it's because that's what I lead with mentally that's what I value most like if I walk into a room and I don't feel adequate my thought is always like well my body's banging so what are you really gonna do so I'm leading with that I clearly value that the most about myself so that's in turn what other people value the most about me because it's the energy that I'm putting off once you realize that everything in life is an energy exchange like literally everything you realize how much of your experience you are actually very much in control of and it's all of your experience I hate to break it to you and so once I kind of understood that I was like okay that applies to friendships that applies to every relationship that you cultivate is like whatever you lead with whatever you value the most about yourself is what somebody else is going to value about you so when you're dating when you're in casual settings when you're getting to know people just pay attention to how you're leading the conversation what mentally you're thinking about when you are thinking about attracting somebody if you do get rejected what is the first impulse that comes to mind like what do you feel like people might not like about you just pay attention to all those things and it'll give you a lot more insight on why you're experiencing the type of relationships that you are. That's why I really believe that like I I that's why I preach so much that people's actions have everything to do with them and nothing to do with you because my actions have everything to do with me and nothing to do with the other person. Like whatever I'm putting forward is what someone is going to give back to me. So I can't even blame other people for their actions. I can't blame guys for only wanting to fuck me if that's what I'm leading with. I can't blame somebody for not knowing how to talk to me if I never tell them how to talk to me. It's things like that where like you can't put your own experience up to chance. You can't just hope for things to work out better next time. You have have to understand what you're doing and what you're leading with so you can attract better next time because hoping and leaving things up to chance is never going to get you anywhere it's not going to give you the sort of progress that you really want to see in your life and ultimately you're not going to be happy and you're not going to be in relationships that actually serve you and you guys deserve someone to be so fucking obsessed with you you deserve somebody to give you the absolute world think about your most ideal romantic scenario like whatever you want you can absolutely have and and just live in Delulu land until it happens because that's really how life works. That's like all I have for this episode. I do have some exciting news for you guys that I've really kept to myself, but I feel like in the past few months since I've been doing the podcast on my own, I genuinely feel like I've bonded with you guys so much. I feel like you guys are my friends. Like every time I talk to the camera, like I have your faces in my head and like I talk to you guys every single day. Like those of you who are in my DMs like can attest to that. So I just like feel like we're all friends now and I'm so grateful for the role you play in my life I'm happy that I can be a part of your self-care and your growth journey and your wellness space like that makes me so happy so I wanted to share with you guys something that's happening next week (laughs) I wasn't gonna say anything about it but I just feel like I have to tell you guys because like I just would feel so weird not saying anything me and charm are getting back together so the good girls are once again going to be a duo 
our first episode comes out next week and we kind of explain it more of like how the conversation started. We actually have been working on this for the past two months. And guys, I can't believe I didn't say anything. Like I can't believe I kept this to myself for that long. It's happening. Like you're going to get our first episode together uh, next week. I'm not going to tell you what it's about because I have to keep something secret, but I just like felt like I couldn't continue without telling you guys and just like being open. And like, I have enjoyed hosting by myself, honestly, like in the beginning, I was so scared, but you guys make it so easy and you interact with me so much. And it makes me so happy to see that you enjoy episodes, that you resonate with the topics that I talk about, that I actually help you. Like, that's just crazy to me. So I just want to thank you for being a part of my family, for being my friend, for being someone that you know listens to me and like allows me to live out my passion like it means so much to me and obviously I'm not going anywhere like I'm still going to be talking to you guys all the time like I just really missed having like a dynamic of two people on a show like doing it by myself was cool but I really did miss like having a co-host so we decided to partner up again and bring you guys like the funny content that I know you miss and I miss it too so I'm really excited I think it's going to be such a good journey and And I want you guys to be a big part of it, just like you've been. You guys have helped me grow so much and I want you to feel just as involved in the podcast as you always have been. So I do have a Google submissions form that you can send in like topic ideas. You can tell me what sort of topics you've been enjoying and me and Charm will be consistently looking at that and asking you guys. I'm still going to do Q&As with Charm every single Monday. So we get to talk to both of us. We'll be doing Instagram lives together. We're going to work out like a good content schedule because I think think for me I've really struggled with content just you know managing like my life and also the podcast so we're gonna set up a consistent schedule and like you guys know when we're gonna be live on TikTok and Instagram episodes will still be coming out every single Thursday literally nothing is changing except charm is coming back but I feel like this is gonna be really exciting for all of you I know you loved us together I know you love her as well and I'm so privileged to have had the opportunity to bond with so many of you and I'm excited to keep doing that and bring you really funny and exciting episodes episode we've talked about it like we both want this to be a space where it's like girls chatting and like we're catching up and like we want to give you guys like this space to be yourself and a safe space and all the tips that you could ever want about relationships and confidence and like we always want you to be your best possible self and anytime we're a part of that journey it's such an honor that's like a really big update um I couldn't not tell you guys I was like debating for so long and I was like I literally can't not tell you so yeah um that's happening next week so this is actually my last solo episode I think it's gonna be so fun with Charm back I'm so excited she's in Paraguay right now and she comes back tomorrow and she's actually also moving to LA so by the the time we have two episodes we pre-recorded that are coming out in the next two weeks and then by the time you see like live episodes again where we're like recording weekly she'll be in LA it's gonna be so crazy like I'm so excited so yeah I just wanted to like let you guys know and thank you for being such a big part of my life I literally love you so much and as always you can find me on Instagram TikTok and Twitter at goodgirlpod you can find my personal Instagram at julialina thomas and I will see you next Thursday <laughs> I love you so much. Bye.